This is Sports Jam. I'm Doug Doyle. Today we'll be talking about the award-winning documentary, Hockeyland. It's too cold out here. It's too cold in Minnesota. Wabworth is the home of the big stick. It's home of the U.S. Hockey Hall of Fame. And at one point, the best hockey in America was played here. What better way to get things going this hockey season with the old Iron Range stalwarts, the Ellis Gilbert Golden Bears, and the top-ranked Hermantown Hawks? It's your year. It's your show. We here will follow you to hell and back. But this is on you. Stand up to the big bad bullies out there and work them into the ground. You are some of the best hockey players in the state, which puts you as some of the best hockey players in the country. Let's go out there right now and shut them down. Let's go, I'm joined by the director and producer of the film, Tommy Haynes. His 2008 debut feature, Pond Hockey, was dubbed the best hockey movie ever by ESPN. Tommy, thanks for joining us on Sports Jam. Yeah, thanks, Doug. Thanks for having me. We're also joined by hockey player Elliot Van Orsdale, who is featured in the doc. And Elliot grew up in the hockey hotbed of Eveleth, Minnesota, who many argue was once the epicenter of hockey in the U.S. Great to have you on the show, Elliot. Oh, it's a pleasure to be here. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. So Greenwich Entertainment, a leading distributor of independent films, has acquired the North American distribution rights to this critically acclaimed documentary called Hockeyland. It's about a rival high school hockey teams in Minnesota, in the north country of Minnesota. One of the breeding grounds for hockey greats who go on to collegiate and professional play, including the National Hockey League. Tommy, for you, it's a return to your roots for this film. I guess it was kind of a labor of hockey love for you yep um this i was raised in a neighboring town to where elliot grew up uh, a little town called mountain iron and actually elliot's mom um also is from there originally so we're only a couple years apart um but yeah i i've been wanting to do a high school hockey film um for you know 15 years now i met neil broughton who's a former new jersey devil won the cup with them and he had just he even after he won the cup and he won a hobie baker and he won the miracle on ice he still talked about, uh, you know, those days playing for Roseau, Minnesota and like losing in the state tournament and how much those games meant to him. And and that was something I want to capture. I'm like, what's that experience like now? What are these boys going through now? Um, and so kind of wanted to and, and I knew I heard that Elliott's school, Eveleth, was going to be consolidating with their neighboring school, Virginia, Minnesota. Uh, you got a jersey, Matt Cullen there behind you. That's that's where he was born and raised. Um, so we want to make sure we had this kind of storied program. They won. I don't know, five of the first seven state titles. Um, a lot of Olympians came from that, that this school. And so we want to make sure we got that final year um, with Eveleth before that, that school disappeared. So, yeah, it was – and that, that's where the timing was so ripe for that 2019-20 season for us to capture it then. I'm glad you mentioned uh, the Matt Cullen jersey behind me because uh, he became one of my uh, favorite players and in honor of this uh, film, uh, put his jersey up here today because uh, – of his Minnesota roots and winning the cup with the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins. Now, as a junior and senior, Elliot Van Orsdale led the Golden Bears, his team in scoring, and finished his high school career with 100 points. And after high school, he moved to St. Paul and was the captain of the Minnesota Mullets junior hockey team. Minnesota Mullets, you got to love that name, right? This fall, (laughs) this fall, Elliot, you are, in fact, it may be today, you're heading uh, east to the University of Southern Maine, where you intend to play some D3 hockey, right? 
uh, yeah, it was quite the journey, you know, moving around. I, you know, didn't uh, didn't know what to expect with the hockey career, but it's definitely um, definitely excited for what's to come. So, you got a little bit of uh, Yager type hair going on there for you, Elliot, which is all good for me because yeah, well, I, I would love to have your hair. <laughs> Yeah, when you play for a team uh, called the Minnesota Mullets, you definitely have to have uh, the hair to support it. So just doing my part, that's all. What was it like for you to be in this documentary? Because as Tommy mentioned, he said your mom and the parents of hockey players, they're the real heroes of this sport, aren't they? Oh, without a doubt. You know, my parents are the engine behind, you know, what my career is. And uh, it all started with them from, you know, the early ages of the, the support or bringing me to practice or, you know, you know the financials of things, you know, tenfold. It, it's it, They're the engine behind it. And uh, without their support, you know, and love and care, it would, I wouldn't be where I am today, uh, for sure. So, so. I remember when they were at the first practice and uh, bringing the film crew in for the first time saying, hey, mom, we're going to be in a movie. It was definitely an eye opener. And she's like, you know, let me let me clean the dishes. You know, let me clean up the house. It was the, <laughs> the rawness, the raw reaction of the, the realism of what the film was, a fly on the wall view of what, you know, my career and where I was as a person at the time. You know, it was it was it was scary to get them to convince them to be able to do that. But in the end, it ended up being, you know, one of the best decisions I've ever made. And I'm um, extremely thankful that I was able to do that. But uh, I think introducing it to them was uh, it was uh, they were a little shell shock for sure. <laughs> that well, way was, you know, you're, you're giving up privacy. You're giving up some special <laughs> moments. Exactly. Um, exactly. And you're sharing it with the world uh, because this documentary is, you know, can be seen everywhere. And so it had to be super fun, though, because the conversations that you have are, are wonderful with your family and, and just being out in the very cold, you know, north country of, of Minnesota is, is something that here in Newark, we can't necessarily relate to only on certain times of the year. You're <laughs> used to the cold temperatures and playing on the pond and playing in the rink. Yeah, yeah, it's, it, you know, it's it's cold up there. We, we're lucky, you know, I, I've also said multiple times, you know, without growing up here, I don't know if I would have first played the game, but been able to play the game that, you know, XSO, um, the ability to go out to the rink and have all this free ice from, you know, from the time we got off of school, walked to school with our skates in our bag and our gloves and our sticks and put them in our locker and then right after school, from three to 10 o'clock to go out and skate, it, it you know, it made me who I am today. I don't think without growing up here, I would have been that person. So, you know, in a way, it's it's a way it uh, it made me who I am, being able to be up here in the cold and, you know, being miserable on those nights when our toes are too cold to stay in the rink. But uh, it made it all the more worth it. I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm proud to be a northern Minnesotan, that's for sure. Well, and that's part of the reason why we want to make it about this area is just, you know, we see films like Hoop Dreams or Friday Night Lights, you know, those communities just back the sport so heavily and uh, so fanatically. And so you see it in Eveleth. I mean, the whole town comes out. They got the the parents are volunteering at the local concession stand. They're working the rinks. They're Zambonying the ice. Um, so it's a full like town support for the hockey team there. It's just incredible. And it's it's something I'm seeing less and less of across the country. Uh, it's becoming more like privatized teams, more junior teams, things like that. But this is still kind of old school model where it's like the whole community just like supports the local high school team. 
Um, and that's, that's from age five until they're, you know, graduate when they're 17, 18 year olds. So it's, it's incredible. We have a, a very good offensive player in Elliot Van Orsdale. He was our leading scorer last year. He can see things on the rink that other guys can't see. Um, plus he brings a lot of energy. Sometimes that energy needs to be uh, reined in a little bit, but he's a, he's a very good, uh, very good offensive player. You know, it's a little scary moving forward, and I, um, you know, it's we're not going to have the Evo team anymore, so this might be the, one of the last teams that people will remember. Yeah, that's pretty special to be one of the last players to wear Golden Bear jersey. I guess we should just strive to have the best possible team that we can. There's a lot of history here, and I think there's no reason we can't make some more. Tommy Haynes is a filmmaker with Northland Films. Many of your films have been featured all over the world, 43 countries, 80 festivals and climbing. And so, you know, you have an eye for what goes in a film and a documentary. And I have to tell you, from moment one, and when I see a wolf, a beautiful wolf <laughs> on camera, it draws me in because I just happen to love them. And the, the camera's view of this beautiful, beautiful country, beautiful sport, it all comes together. Uh, yeah, thank you. I mean, that's that that wolf was from Ely, Minnesota, so it's a little bit north of Eveleth, but uh, it's just a beautiful part of the country, honestly. And um, uh, we wanted to make sure we weren't just, I think, twofold. We wanted to make sure we were showing the experience for these high school boys. Yes, number one. But number two is just show them the, the place that they're living in. And, and that's part of the scene, set the scene there. So, yeah, thanks for noticing that. It was a big part of our filmmaking process. How long did it take you to put together Hockey Lane? Well, we, we were looking at many towns. I mean, Elliot knows all the towns we were looking at, Ely, Greenway, Grand Rapids, a, a lot of Iron Range towns, um, and, and we're trying to find the right one. And so once we, once we heard that Eveleth was going to go away, uh, we knew we had to just make the film that year. And so it literally took us, you know, a winter of shooting. We shot for four months, um, pretty much, you know, in and out of Elliot's house uh, to his parents' chagrin for you know those months and then and then we edited probably the film for nine months ten months so about it about close to two years to do from the start to the film to the end um to make it the pandemic kind of slowed things down the theatrical world kind of shut down during the pandemic but super excited to have this thing out there now it's going to be in you know close to 50 theaters in minnesota alone and then we're going to expand uh you know nationwide after that the next week ellie and how did this documentary change you as not only a hockey player but as an individual well, it was definitely, you know, it was definitely quite the experience, you know, you, you, not that it changed who I was when I, at the time, you know, but I, you know, I played with a mic and I had the camera on and looking back, I think it was a bigger, bigger effect on me. You know, at the time, I, I think I was just living and playing my career and, you know, going to school or just living. And, and the, like I said, a fly on the wall where they, uh, they were just filming, what I was doing, but looking back on, it, I think is what I'm the biggest, the biggest influence for me. It's, you know, I get to, I got to see me as, a, you know, a young adult, and not, that, and not that I'm not now. You know, I still am up for sure, but I got to, you know, I, I got to see where I, where I came from. And like he said, the last year of, uh, you know, Evleth, and you know, I got to see my old friends and and see what we got to experience together and. Just that uh, being able to look back at that, I think, is my, you know, why I'm so, so happy that I did it, because it, it was just, a, it, it's so well made, you know, and so well documented. And, 
you know, being able to look back, you know, even when I'm, you know, 25, then 30, then 40, showing, you know, whether that be my kids or, you know, my, you know, my niece or nephews or whoever it may be, being able to show a documentary showing what not only my life was like, but what the culture is up here. Because I think that's the most important part is the culture that, that they were trying to display. It's a different feel up here. Like, like Tommy said, with the, the community and the buy-in and, and, the, and the culture and the excitement for an upcoming game or upcoming event, or you knowing a team is good up here. And I think that's, that's going away. You know, it's going away. And so having that documented it, it is what I, I think is best because, it, you know, it, it, the culture's unmatched. It's something that, uh, you know, it, it, needed, it needed to be displayed. People need to see it because it, it, it's the best. It's the best. You mentioned when you're 30, 40, 50, <laughs> yeah. you don't have to worry about reunions, right? You can show this film at the reunion and everybody can relive everything. And, and those goals that those hundred points that you scored, you know, they can't become 500 when you tell the stories anymore, because it'll be yeah. in the film that you had a hundred points in your high school <laughs> career. You know how those stories just kind of yeah. build as you get older, the goal, you know, I scored from the blue line and it really was a tip in something like that. But <laughs> this film also, Hockeyland, is not just the, the work of Tommy Haynes and, and, uh, and Elliot as a player, but it's been also produced by, along with Tommy, Andrew Sherburn and J.T. Haynes and executive produced by Carson Kipfer, a full team. What do you want to talk about that, Tommy? Well, yeah, I mean, this uh, documentaries, I think every filmmaker would tell you it's always a collaborative effort and it takes just so many uh, just man hours to get these things done. I mean, there'll be a lot of times when, you know, I'd be in Hermantown filming Blake Biondi and I'd have to send my DP, uh, Ben Handler, to go film with Elliot. So we had to, you know, split up really small crews, though, very small crews. Oftentimes, just one of us would be the players want to keep things intimate is beyond a financial decision is more like, let's keep the story intimate and uh, let these players really feel natural around us and not make it kind of all feel, feel like it's in a stage and a lot of lights. Let's just let's see what this experience is like for them. So yeah, we had to, my brother JT lives in Duluth and um, my cohort, Andrew Sherburn's a producer at Iowa City, runs a theater there. So it just takes so many of us to make these films what they are. I, you know, I kind of had the vision from the start, but yeah, it really takes a team effort to get these things done. And when we see the final product, which I've already said is breathtaking and all you have to do is watch a few moments to get it. But as the story unfolds, you do really see the commitment that it takes to play this sport, especially at a high level, the commitment of the family, the commitment of the coaches. What do you want to say about your coach, Elliot? You know, Coach Jeff and I, we have no a swearing, coach. no swearing. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm <laughs> no, Coach and I had a unique relationship, of course, but I was a unique player. Uh, I think Jeff's an absolutely great individual and a great coach. And I'm, I'm extremely thankful for the role that he had in my life. You know, growing up you know, as a struggling teacher, trying to find myself, um, find who I am, who I am as a player and a person, you know, learning, making mistakes, growing from them. He, you know, he, he took not only a role as a coach, but a father figure and being responsible for, you know, guiding me through life, not only my hockey career, but literally through life. And, you know, that's a that's a lot to ask of a coach. Right. I mean, he signs up to be a coach and all of a sudden he's dealing with, you know, 30 kids that are, are you know, 
going through a period of their life that will, you know, put them into their careers, their futures. So, so he had, he had a, a daunting task with me, that's for sure. But uh, he did a he did a heck of a job, and um, I, I I still credit a lot to you know who I am, not only as a person but a player, and where I not only am going but where I I went um, for my hockey career. You know, I dedicate a lot to that to him. He he was a great person, great coach, and uh, he had a huge influence on on uh, who I am today. That's for sure. Well, and he, he says in the movie too, like it's like. You know, Elliot was it was a tough person for for Jeff to coach, but at the same time, you know, uh, Elliot made Jeff a better coach too. So I, I think there's a lot of coaches out there that when they watch this film, they'll relate to Jeff's perspective. Where you have such a talented kid like Elliot, like Elliot was one of the best players on the team as a sophomore. You know, how many teams have that? So to kind of foster that and and make sure that he's kind of going around the right path along the way, I think a lot of coaches have that where they have these great talented players, but then how do you, you know, kind of help guide them along the way. And so I, I love that relationship with those two. Cause it's, it obviously is, it's tough for both of them. I mean, Elliot, you know, you find out in the film, like he got in trouble his sophomore season. And that I think was a sticking point for those two throughout his, his career at Eveleth. So that it's tough, but it's also a, Jeff cares about all these boys. I learned that along the way. Like he's, he's uh, he loves the community of Eveleth and he, and he loves these boys. And so it's, I think that comes out in the film. You can see that. I guarantee you, if you come out and you stand up to them right off the bat, it's not a period they want to get into. It's not a period they want to get into. Stand up to the big bad bullies out there and work them into the ground. No reason they can't be at work. Let's go out there right now and shut them down. Let's go, back. Come on, Coaches watching this, I think anybody of any sport fan will enjoy this film. You do not have to be a hockey fan to enjoy this documentary because you can put yourself in the place of a coach. You can put yourself in the place of a player and the, you know, I, I still am in contact with, you know, some of my coaches from high school days and things like that. And they follow this, you know, this sports jam program and things. So you never lose that connection, but Elliot, you mentioned how some of that culture is going away in the small towns. But one thing that is increasing is the number of American players who are making it to the National Hockey League and, and, and bigger levels. So it it's a situation where it's not necessarily a pipe dream anymore for you or one of your teammates or one of your opponents that you played in high school to reach the pinnacle of the National Hockey League. Yeah. You know, of course, those things are great, you know, and I think <clears throat> kids are getting into it not only at a younger age, but getting better coaching, better influence, better training, learning out how to work out, learning out to do these things. I don't think it's a bad thing, of course. I mean, the, the players you see nowadays, you get kids. I, I coach kids that are better than me. I'm like, what's going on? The kid's seven years old, <laughs> you know, so. But, you know, it's definitely a great thing. And the game's getting better and better, and it should be. You know, we got, I think here in America, we got the best influence, you know, the best resources, and it's showing. Players are getting better and better. Our national teams are getting better and better. And, uh, no, I think that's a great thing. But as far as, yeah, the small community um, the small community vibe is, is going away. You know, it's still there, of course, in some of these northern or southern, some outside skirts. And that doesn't mean that doesn't take away from anything, but I think things are just um, 
yeah, they're just getting better. And that, that that's completely okay. I'm definitely okay with that, you know. And, and it's never a bad thing to see Minnesota players go on and go to the, the National League, you know. That's the, that's the biggest goal, and it's the biggest uh, compliment to see when Minnesota players can uh, go on and, you know, do great things, not only NHL, but lower leagues, whether it be the um, AHL, ECHL, or go over in, in Europe and continue to play. But you see it constantly. I mean, these rosters – whether it's a junior team, college teams, or pro teams are loaded with Minnesota talent. And, and, and there's a reason for that, for sure. At the University of Southern Maine, uh, I'm, a, I'm your age and I'm playing against you and I line up to take a face-off. <laughs> I start talking trash with you. I right? say, hey, you, you know, you were that guy in that Hockeyland documentary. You know, you, you, want, you want to go here. And uh, do you think because of the culture – Maybe not in a fight, but maybe when it comes to just handling yourself on the ice, whether it be to score a goal, to set up a goal, to to block a shot, you have learned from the best. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's what I was talking about before. I, you know, I, it could have been anywhere, you know, and sometimes you might want to think and, uh, and think, I wish I grew up there or, you know, I wish I got this coaching or this training. But, you know, the influence I've had here is is so profound that, it, it, you know, it's it's just who I am, and you know, if, if someone were to if someone were to try to make fun of me for the hockey line movie, you know, I would just have to laugh it off. But uh, you know, it was like I said earlier. It, it's you know, I there's no other place I'd I'd want to grow up. It you know, it's who I am. This is where I uh, this is where I you know grew up, where I played, and you know, I'm thankful for that. This is. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't trade it for anything. So it's such a great spot, right? I mean, you think about the 1980 Olympic team. Seven guys, not not just from Minnesota, but seven guys from northern Minnesota specifically. So from the Iron Range up to Roseau and Warroad, uh, on a team of 20, right? One, over a third of them are from northern Minnesota. I think 11 or 12 from Minnesota in general. So it's it's a hotbed, and you got guys from T.J. Oshie to Matt Niskanen to um, Brock Nelson, like all coming from northern Minnesota and playing in the NHL now. And the guys, Elliot, guys that Elliot was playing with aren't there yet, but you know, he's on they're these. Gonna they're gonna be. He's on these elite they're league teams be. in the summertime, in the fall. That's got Blake Biondi on him and guys like that. That, yeah, they're gonna make. They're gonna make it to the show. And and like you said, Doug, this these are the guys that Elliot's growing up playing with. This is the culture there, and this is the environment, and these are the this is the talent that's there. It's amazing. It's interesting. I remember the 1980 win for the u.s over russia because i was playing basketball that same night and on the cover of our local newspaper was at the top u.s beats russia and then at the bottom of the front page was me shooting a jump shot over herb <laughs> sendak who became arizona state and uh, now santa clara head basketball coach so i got bottom billing like i should but herb brooks's speech obviously in miracle on ice that was the the shining moment of that film what do you think is the shining moment of hockey land? Oh gosh, there there's so many. I, I, I this is probably the most enjoyable film I've, I've made. It was really tough during the filmmaking process, just because we want to be so careful with these boys. They're 17 year olds. They're going to get into trouble. There's going to be uh, you know partying and things going on. They're going to have girlfriends, whatnot. And so that that was that was tricky. We had to make sure we're constantly communicating with the parents, um, just so we're not like exploiting these guys, right? Um, but at the same time, we got. I mean. Elliot, I should just say that like when I first met Elliot, it was it was funny. Um, it was the 2018-2019 season, and we were just kind of doing some test shoots around the area to see what teams we might follow. 
and we I walk into the Elliot the the Eveleth locker room and Elliot's just got he's got twice as long as hair then as he did now like just mop top and he's just uh, just going off in the locker room telling everyone where to go what to do like on the next play you go down here and I'm I'm like this is our guy I, Elliot I knew it from day one when I met you I'm like I want this guy in the movie he's gonna be the guy and then to bring back to your question Doug like. When when he kind of gives it to us at the end of the movie, I don't want to give it away, but like just kind of why he plays and why hockey's so important to him, like that that's that was a it's, it, it, that moment never gets old for me. It's always even touching for me, even though I've edited the film and seen it a hundred times. It still it still hits me, and it, and it reminds me of why I made the film in the first place, just because because his passion and his love for the sport it just comes comes out right there. I have to agree with you there. Uh, Elliot, uh, one of the, the controversies about the sport of hockey is is fighting. I mean, still people want to know, is should it be a part of the game? Should it not be? What's your thoughts on that? No, I just think I just think hockey is the best sport in the world because I think it's self-regulated, you know, and I think that comes from players being able to fight. And I think that, you know, that's in such a broad term, but it gives, you know, you see sports, whether where, where the refs – take too much control i feel like and with hockey it's like if the ref's not doing his job well you still have the ability to uh you know let a player know that they're what they're doing is frowned upon you know and so i think of course there's uh you know the more we learn about injuries and cte and and you know injuries to the head of course you know uh especially at a younger age let's let's not have kids fight of course you know that's why we wear face masks and such but I know. I think uh, I think fighting is a part of the game for a reason, and it, it self-regulates itself, and that's that what makes it the best sport in the world. You're on the ice, and you can't have a family member, and you can't have Tommy or anybody from the crew, but yeah. you get to have a private skate with any player or somebody that's important to you. No family though, and you get a private skate with three others. Who would you pick to have that final skate with? And why? And it's not my family or Tommy, but it, can it be someone important to me, just hockey-wise? It, it can be. Because it, it yeah, would have been. Well, well, th- thanks for clarifying, Doug. I know Elliot would have chosen me, so I'm glad we got me out of there. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> no, I, I'd probably pick my lifetime friends. I'd pick Gage Everson and Will mm-hmm. and and Nick Bedette. You know, I would, I'd pick my longtime friends that I grew up playing with because – you know, of course, so, you know, if it's my last skate, I'm sure I'm not trying to learn a thing or two. Or uh, otherwise, I'd pick, you know, Alexander Ovechkin and stuff. Um, but it, I think hockey is all about that family. And like Tommy said in the last part of the film, it's hockey to me. Hockey to me is about the family, the friends, the relationship, the memories. And uh, for my last skate, I'd want to be with the people that made it made it the best, made, made the sport worth it for me. So. That's who I'd pick. I'd pick my high school along my childhood friends. That's who I'd pick. And that and that's part of the great thing too, right, Doug, is like these kids are Elliot grew up with these guys since he was five. They play in their little outdoor rinks there that the parents maintain and ice and 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 you know, I think in a lot of their communities they're hopping around from traveling team to traveling team and they don't have that same camaraderie that that these boys in Eveleth and Hermantown do where they I mean these and that was the amazing thing too. Fifteen seniors on that team for Eveleth. And so and guys that Eve, that Elliot had played with since he's five, and he's that that's the last season he's going to have with those guys, and that kind of harkens back to what Neil Broughton said. He's like, you know, I played with these guys since I was four and five years old, and 
and you know like that's the end you know that's the end of that kind of era with those guys and it just means so much to each of these players when when you can have that kind of base built up from such a young age the reason it's a great answer from you elliot that it really tells us a lot about you because as we learn in this film right because people might have jumped in right away said you know like you're an Alexander Ovechkin fan, obviously, with that comment. But you could have said, you know, Gretzky, Lemieux, and and Ovechkin, or somebody like that, or Bobby Orr, or Gordy yeah. Howe. But immediately, you thought of your friends, and you thought of your teammates, and people who mean the most to you. And I think that's from the culture that you're talking about. It's bred yeah. in you, and that says a lot about you. So I want to, first of all, wish you the best of luck with your hockey and your college career. And uh, you're a star now because this film is going to be seen so many places and has already won, as I mentioned at the top, so many awards. So congratulations, Elliot, on your role in Hockeyland. No, I appreciate that. And congrats on everything you got going for you. It's, you know, obviously it seems to be going great. And, uh, you know, I just, it, it just means a lot. And I, you know, it, it's all credit to Tom. You know, I was just a player playing hockey. I, I lost, I lost team with a passion for the game and Tommy came in and um, you know, he decided to make this beautiful other people to enjoy. So I really appreciate it, but I, you know, <laughs> I didn't do much. I was just living and uh, Tommy did the, the heavy lifting. So uh, it's uh, all the credits to him. You were yourself and that's what counts on the ice. So once again, congrats, Tommy, your, your role never stops, right? You're, you're a filmmaker. So can I ask you what your next project will be? Um, well, I'm always interested in hockey, especially in Minnesota, but uh, we are currently diving into um, uh, some poets and writers in Iowa City, part of the Writers' Workshop. Um, and that, that's going to be somewhat of a longitudinal process, which means it's going to take, take some years before we're out. But it's this, it's a, in, in a way, it's a similar idea of just taking a spot where this thing is such an elite thing in the world, uh, like it is in northern Minnesota for hockey. In Iowa City, it's one of the few city literatures in the world. And so... Yeah, what what are those voices going to be saying about uh, you know in poetry and in, in fiction about you know the the state of the world we're in right now and what's what's going to happen to those those people? Greenwich Entertainment, the uh, leading distributor of independent films, has acquired uh, the North American distribution rights to this critically acclaimed documentary feature, Hockeyland, and Tommy has teamed up with his film crew from Northland Films. It's a great partnership, and you got to see this film. You got to see it uh, when it comes. And uh, how, people right now that are interested in watching it, what can they do? September 9th, we launch in Minnesota uh, specifically and uh, 50 theaters there. And then September 16th, we'll go, we'll go wide with it. So New Jersey, uh, New York, hopefully Boston and Detroit and, and Chicago, another hot, hockey hotbed. So, so the S September 16th and then October 18th, it'll be uh, streaming nationally. So fantastic work. And uh, it's been a, an honor to have you on the show, Tommy. Uh, your work uh, speaks for itself. And uh, I'm glad you picked Elliot. You picked the right guy. His He's answer good. at the end proves that. So yeah. uh, sometimes, you know, luck is involved. You don't necessarily know what you're going to get, but you made the right choice. And uh, I really enjoyed Hockeyland. And uh, as we look behind me, I'll do a little plug. If you want to hear my uh, interview with Jocelyn Lamaru, she's up there, number 17 behind me, Madison Packer. Uh, she also joined me for a sports jam, number 14 behind me. So the women of the sport are continue to make this very popular and also had Hillary Knight on the show. So some of the fantastic women who play the sport of hockey, you will get to uh, to see them in other, you know, other venues too. And now they're in the broadcasting world, which 
you know, which we uh, we love. So women are a huge part of this sport as well. I wanted to get that out there. Tommy and Elliot, thanks for joining us on Sports Jam. Yeah, thanks a lot, Doug. Thanks so much. Sports Jam is a WBGO Studios production. You can hear all my shows by going to WBGO.org slash Sports Jam or find Sports Jam with Doug Doyle on the NPR list of podcasts or wherever you hear podcasts. Great talking to Tommy Haynes and Elliot Van Orsdale about my favorite sport, hockey, and their film, Hockey Land. Until our next Sports Jam session, I'll see you at the game.